Coming to you from the United States of America, this is Political Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with Rick Warren and Gordon Park. Join us as we give our opinion concerning everything dealing with politics. We don't hold back, so prepare for a no-nonsense approach to the news, and no, we don't care about your feelings. Uncensored and no sugarcoating, sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome everybody to Political Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with the incredible and amazing and dead sexy Rick Warren and the sexy yeah. voice from Texas, we have James Toops. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. gentlemen. How are you? Good. And I can affirm the fact that Rick Warren is sexy because I've got one of his nudes before. And <laughs> this is no lie. Yeah, um, really? He sent yeah. this to somebody else, and he sent it to me, and um, I was like, "Hell, what the, what the, Rick? What, what are you doing, bro?" And next thing you know, he's like, "Hey, man, my bad. You know, I meant to send it to your old lady." So I was like, "All right, cool, man." <laughs> so I kept it. You well, know, once again, but yes, he is we, the sex yeah. Rick Warren. How well, you guys are doing? Yeah, once again, we are without Gordon Park. Gordon will be out in the audience, so he says. I don't think he wants to miss out on uh, any of your rude and crude comments, there, James. I mean, dude, he, he's still fluffing Nancy's pillows, man. I don't know what's going on. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the double, triple Fs that she has going on. I'm talking about the one in her bed right now. She, You know what? She actually has a my pillow. And, um, you know, yeah, I have a my pillow. Gordon. Yeah, I hate them. I, dude, I got. A, I had a couple of my pillows. I really don't like them, honestly. I mean, I, I like the, you know, Mark Lindell thing, but I'm just not a fan of the my pillows. Really yeah, I, I had them. We're not. Uh, we don't really care for them too much, but they're great to prop your back up on when you're watching TV. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, trying to sleep on them, they the shit out of my neck, dude. Yeah, wow. they're not. They're not real comfortable. Yeah. Nah, they they wear out fast. They're comfortable at first. I'll give it that, but give it about a month or so, mm, they wear out really fast. So we have a pretty awesome show, and we're going to be talking a little bit about how we must fight once again to make America great and how nothing is free in this world and we're not promised anything except hard work and the fact that we have to bleed a little bit, cry a little bit in order to fight and keep America what it's always been and that's a great country because we grew up in it that way. Our kids deserve to grow up in it that way. And uh, honestly, if uh, we don't keep it like that, whether the kids realize it or not, they're going to end up in a really shitty place. And Danielle, how you doing? It's good to have you on. And we got Scott Hammonds on, which is always awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of work ahead of us in keeping this country a wonderful place to grow up and to be. Yeah, I tell you what, I don't. I um, I am shocked and perplexed as to uh, what's actually going on in our great nation again, Eddie. Uh, this last Friday, if you didn't notice or if you hadn't seen, 
Uh, Biden went after the guns again, and I've been looking at this all damn weekend as far as what, uh, what's going on with that issue at hand. And um, gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, we're, we're in for a fight. We really are. It isn't that, that they have slacked off or anything concerning the gun issue, which I am the number one uh, proponent of let's stop these assholes that are killing kids, people, and everything else like that. But damn it, I'm not willing to give up the Second Amendment nor my right to keep and bear arms just because of your political bullshit, you know? Oh, I agree. I don't know how to put it any other way. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, (laughs) here's the thing. So, as soon as this uh, Walmart incident happened, um, first of all, it was a manager at Walmart with a pistol. Yeah. La pistola. La pistola. Uh, La pistola that went in there and shot uh, four or five people and then took himself out. Yep. Good riddance. Right. Well, immediately after that, Biden comes on and says, oh, we got to have gun control. There is no need for anyone to own an AR-15 other than the manufacturers making the money off of it. Fuck you. You know what? First of all, there's no need for anyone owning a Corvette. Okay. There's no need for a Corvette. It doesn't pull a boat, you know, uh, it ain't got four wheel drive, you know, none of this shit. So um, if you want to own a Corvette, go buy a Corvette. Couldn't care less. Right. If you want to own uh, several AR-15s, um, go buy several AR-15s and make yourself happy, whatever. But this guy was uh, willing a pistol. Hey, Deborah, uh, willing a pistol and shot four people. Hey, himself. Deborah. Well, no, it's just he's coming down on the AR-15 stuff. Why are they so scared about this stuff? Man, let me educate you guys on something right quick. So an AR-15 is uh, the, the the caliber is a two two three or a five five six, right? It's yeah, it's, like, it's about that big. The yeah. bullet, yeah, literally, it's it's literally eight inches. The bullets like, like that. I tell Mo Lady, Mo Lady is like eight inches. She knows eight inches. <laughs> like this. So, That's so eight inches. So many other, yeah. There's so many mm. other calibers out there that are a lot more deadly than a five five six or a two two three, right? So think about this: a twenty two, a twenty two is a twenty two, and then you have a two two three, which is a five five six shooting weapon, right? Right. This is a 7.62 by 39. AK-47. 7.62 by 39. This is way, way bigger than a 5.56. Which is what your AK-47, SKS, and most of those types of weapons This is an SKS round. 7.62 by 39 is an SKS round. So if I was to go get a 5.56 round, which I'd have to go find one somewhere um, and put them side by side, you'd be really surprised of how small that projectile is. This doesn't matter. This right here, this casing doesn't matter. This is the guy that's going to hurt you right there. Right. Okay? Right. The, the, exactly. The other thing. Now, when you take you take a seven six two by thirty nine, and you put it against a forty caliber, right? Look how mm-hmm. fat that forty cal is compared to that seven six two by thirty nine. This is a pistol round right here. People are not educated enough to know this type of shit. What you're getting right here is a lot of velocity on this round right here. What you're getting on this, which is a, is a lot of power round. It's mm-hmm. a stopping power and it's, it's a, you know, I just got to put that back into the cardboard <coughs> box where I found it from. On the 7.62 so, by 39, you're looking at about 2,250 feet per second. 
Yeah. And your 40, yeah, you're looking at about 1100, 1250, somewhere around there. Right. On your 40 right. cal. And, and your 223, it's a small light bullet, 55 grain. You're looking at about 35, 3700 feet per second, which it's yeah. faster. It's just a very light bullet. It's a light bullet. And when it hits you, it starts tumbling. Okay. Yes. So the difference between this guy right here is if I want to shoot somebody coming through in my house with this right here, um, it'll go through them and it'll go through the front door and it'll go into the front yard, right? The 40 cal that I just showed you right here, it's a critical defense, a critical duty. Uh, it's got a, um, a hollow point that's, that's filled up with a neoprene plug, which is already expansion. So when it hits you, it expands and it stops, you know, like it won't, it'll make an exit move, but it won't go through your front door. So your neighbor's refrigerator. It's, not like it's that, a blossom. Right? It's a that's blossom. That's called an FMJ. This yeah. is an FMJ, full metal jacket. Mm -hmm. That's an FMJ, yep. right? It'll keep going. Okay, so that round that the guy shot those people in that Walmart with um, was probably an FMJ, which means he can shoot through somebody and to somebody else. Okay, it's a pretty dangerous round, right? That's a, yeah. from a pistol. But we have a idiot president sitting there going, "Oh, we got to ban five five six. We got to take out the ARs." Just dude, don't even know what AR stands for, and a lot of people really don't. No, they don't. What that stands for. No, they, they think don't. it's a assault rifle. They right. They, uh, they correlate AR with assault rifle. It's an arm light rifle. It's an armor light rifle. Yeah, that's what it stands for. That's it's a it name brand. For. And James, am I yeah. wrong? Is it a name brand? Armor light. Armor light rifle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So the other thing. Um, a two two three five five six, which is really close to the same thing, right? Shoots out of that frame of that. Um, I wish I could bring an example out of here, but I'm not going to do that. But it shoots out of an AR frame. It's a scary looking gun. It really is. Um, I know someone that has a couple of them. Um, you know, they're pretty scary looking, right? Um, when you take a three oh eight or a thirty thirty or a seven six or a seven millimeter mag or a three hundred uh, wind mag. That's a powerful freaking round, okay? Yes, it um, is. Yeah. So that is a big, powerful round, okay? So, like, you, you'll knock a deer on its ass, no kicking, no squealing, no screaming, no nothing. It's going to hit the ground, boom, it's done, okay? Um, five, five, six is going to take a couple of shots, all right? But why are they not going after these guns, right? Why are they not going after the hunt right there's, there's, there's your man right there, James, Mr. Darren Woodlock. Man, dude, I'd love it. Dude, Eddie, can we get him on tonight right oh, now? Man. Darren, can we get Darren on tonight? Let me try. Dude, work on that. I'll talk shit about guns, man, because I could do this all day long. You know, I love you know what, James? You know, I, 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 I don't think it's the idea that they really care about the guns and the essence of what they are, who they are, what they are. It's the idea that they are subjugating not only our society, but they're subjugating our kids and believing that the United States Constitution is not viable. Do you understand what I'm saying? I you do, know? but the scary, the scary part about this is right now is that there were at first, you know, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. What am I hung up on over here? The Kyle Rittenhouse thing, they were going after the ARs, right? Kyle Rittenhouse right, did right. a fantastic job in defending himself, and he did really good, right? I'm proud of the Right, guy. right. But now you got a guy that um, shot somebody up with a pistol, shot a few people, people up with pistols. Now mm -hmm. are they going to start going after the pistols? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they're – that's that's uh, that's their intention. You know, any type of firearm. Pistol. 
You know, they wanted, Mm -hmm. they wanted, they wanted to sit there and go ahead and basically annul anything having to do with the second amendment because it falls under a military conjunction as far as them being able to put it as such before the public and the public, like you said, is ignorant enough to believe it, you know? And the um, people that, that don't know shit about guns are going to go, oh, my God, the AR-15. Yeah. It's so right. bad. It's so nasty. No, in the meantime, your your neighbor has a 7 millimeter that he, he hunts deer with, and that can take somebody out at five 600 yards. Right. You know, the useful, the, like the MOS on a 7.62, or, or you have a 7.62 by 39, uh, this badass dude right here, uh, that's, that's effective at, like, 300 and some odd yards before it starts mm-hmm. dropping, like, you know, and that's but the but the five five six and the two two three like the assault rifles that they're looking at and they keep showing on TV that they have no clue about. Man, that shit drops off at like two fifty three hundred yards. Yeah, and it's it's not really effective at that range. But these seven millimeters and and all this other stuff. And I really hope they don't find out about this shit because if they start looking into ballistics and stuff like that, well, it'll be screwed. Well, man. they'll be like, oh, no, we got to ban three hundreds. You know. Okay, just for just for my home defense, okay, I have what's called shredders, okay. Uh, there is all there's those type for the twelve gauge shotguns that you have as far as the slugs and the shredders yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. Which uh, if I would set a round off in this apartment, it would probably go through this apartment to the next apartment, and that's just one round, okay. But it does the job. The shredders will do even more, and you know what I'm talking about because you probably dealt with them and, and seen them. Okay, uh, they're <laughs> they uh, they are some awesome damn rounds. Yeah. Let alone the I other gotta... type of rounds that you have uh, from aught two to aught four, as far as yeah. on uh, number four, number two, number three shots and everything else like that. Yeah. You put one with it without a tube, you have six to seven rounds right there ready at your disposal and i can rack those babies just as fast as an automatic oh yeah you know, you know and i mean you, normally normally you get uh you get two in the two in the barrel and one in the uh one in the chambers we right call it two in the belly and one in the puss so you get like yep. three rounds you know if you don't pull the plug out of it if you're legal you yeah mm-hmm. if you're legal you know yeah you don't want to pull the plug out but mm-hmm. um i mean still you do you know a, a shotgun with with a uh uh Nine pellet double lot buck is gonna tear some shit down. Oh, it is gonna fuck up some shit. It is, and yeah, it is no different at close range. In fact, it's more lethal at close range than what a five five, six seven, you know, or a seven six two or a two two three would do, or even a nine millimeter. That's about the pattern right there. That's about the uh, pattern. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you're within ten feet, you're gonna get something like this. But you got nine nine Mm -hmm. pellets versus one. Mm -hmm bullet going through it's going to make anything to soup right but and they don't want to talk about that tell- like biden goes biden goes on tv a while back and he says well you just throw a you blast a shot up in the air you know and then um no first of all responsible gun owners don't just shoot up in the air because it, the projectile whatever is going to come what down goes somewhere. up what goes yeah, up gonna come down buddy must come, come down, down. You know, yeah. and that's one so of the first things that we learn, you know, willy nilly just blast some shit off in the air and say, yeah. oh, you, you do a warning shot. No, if you can do a warning shot, you could turn around and run off. Right. Yeah. A lot of states like California and, um, you know, New York and shit like that. They're, they're just so weird on these gun laws that you can run off. If you can run off, you can run off. And blah, 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 blah. here in Texas, it's a little different. Eddie. You know a little thing or two about a thing or two about laws, right? And the castle laws. Maybe just a little bit. Laws and stuff like that. 
Maybe just a little bit. How about you just go ahead and talk about that a little bit? Like if somebody yeah, like comes in your that. yard, somebody comes in your yard and wants to rob your catalytic converter and shit like that. What happens if you come out with a gun? Now go. Well, here's Do the you thing. stand your ground. Here's the thing in in the state of Texas. Okay. Okay. You can use deadly force to defend your property. Okay. If somebody, I mean, but you've got to weigh out your circumstances. Okay, number one. I mean, is someone's life worth your bicycle? You know, and, you know, you Mm -hmm. got to kind of look at things like that because, I mean, you got to remember, even though it's by law, you can literally go out and defend your property and use deadly force in case somebody stole something from you. You got to remember, this is going to go to the grand jury. And they're going to decide your fate. Mm -hmm. And depending on who's on that grand jury, it's going to show whether you're going to have to go to court to defend yourself or not. Okay? And just because something is legal doesn't mean you're going to have people that are ethical on the other end of that stick when when you show up for grand jury, when that goes to be, when they're going to look at it. You probably have a liberal in the jury that'll get pissed off. Now, you can defend yourself and use deadly force if it's to protect your life, your family's life, a friend's life, where a prudent person would look at the situation at hand and say, okay, this is going to uh, justify deadly force. Uh, James would want me to use deadly force to protect his life. You know, and you end up using your weapon. You can do that. There was an incident uh, not too long ago. Well, I take it back. It's actually been quite a long time ago. Uh, thinking about it, where this family was getting bullied, harassed. I mean, it was, they were getting tore up, and uh, they were egging their house, and their kid was getting beat up, and all this other kind of stuff. The father and son sat up on the roof. Kids showed up to damage your house and do some criminal mischief. And they shot him in the yard. That's premeditated. Well, no, they walked. Really? They They walked. walked? They walked. Woo! Wow. Okay. So, I mean, you've got all different kind of circumstances that pop up. But you have to be ready to defend your situation, no matter what it is. Yeah, it seems like to me, it seems like to me that we have a lot not only are you fighting the legis- legislation guys you're talking you're also uh fighting the laws themselves as far as an individual you're talking about you know um here in kansas we have stand your ground here okay and basically if there's somebody at my door even if it's outside my door and mm-hmm. i open my door it used to be that you that do not have to drag them inside in. right 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 now if it's in the driveway, in a stairwell, or wherever it might be, you know, if you feel endangered and you feel that uh, deadly force is necessary, you can do so. But you have to sit there and look at the ins- essence of what the law says. Did you know that this person was going to come over? And if you did, did you premeditate the fact that you had a firearm with you? in order to protect yourself. And I mean, like I said, the legal, the legally, the legalistic type of shit that's going on right now in the courts 
is amazing, Eddie, as to what you but here's have the to thing, do Rick, and how you have to say, act. Say that you knew this person was coming over, mm-hmm. okay, and you and you have your weapon out and ready because right. you don't know if that person is going to try and commit a crime, try and hurt you or your family, and right. you are simply preventing uh, any type of bodily harm coming to you or your family by using deadly force. You know, right. you were in fear. No. You were in fear of serious bodily injury or death for you or your family. And that's what makes the difference. And right. well, one thing we're not endorsed by anybody or we're not sponsored by anyone. It would be cool if we were. But if we were, we would like to be sponsored by Texas, our U.S. Law Shield right here. And these guys, if you get into a bind, you call that hotline number right there on the back and you talk straight to a lawyer. And, you know, as soon as you draw your weapon discharge and you go, you call that hotline number and you have somebody else call 911 and uh, quit looking at me, dude. And my dog's like, <laughs> and, uh, what they'll do is get on the phone with the cops and they'll say, nope. Uh, you were, he is legally represented. He's not going to answer any questions. There's a whole statement on the back of this right here for law for, law enforcement. Eddie, I know you've heard about this before. Uh, it's, tech, it's U.S. Law Shield. I'm a member. It's like 13 bucks a month. I suggest everybody get this right here because if you get in a bind, you call that number and you got law, you know, lawyers on, on your side. Yeah, and, and they'll, they'll be, a bind. they'll be happy to jump up and help you. Absolutely. Anytime, and, uh, day or night. 24-7. Let me ask you this then. Okay, I've had a couple people since we were talking about this 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 morning. My landlord has a, as they would like to put it, an arsenal in his office. Okay, he has two gun safes that probably are carrying mm, 65, 75 different type guns, ammunition, and everything else like that. Now, if um, I've had these people talk to me in the essence of saying, hey, Rick, what about me? I'm a felon. Where's my legal representation and can I, you know, uh, defend myself? Am I legally uh, viable to be, you know, protected under the laws of such as what state, every state you live in, you know? And that's what I mean about the legalistic type of views and everything that's going on right now is that who and what is justified, who and what is protected, as to what and where you carry, or if you can carry. What what say you, Eddie? Well, in Texas, if you're a felon, you cannot have a firearm. Okay. Okay. You can have an air gun, because it's not considered a firearm. And let me tell you, there's some pretty badass air guns out there. I was going to say, there's some pretty, yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's because the law hasn't caught up with what's available. So... You got a 50 caliber air rifle or a nine millimeter air rifle that's pitching a slug out the end of that muzzle faster than most handguns. Mm -hmm. And you got a pretty serious piece of equipment. But as far as a felon in Texas. CO2 type type of uh, weapon, right? Well, yeah, it's compressed air. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But in Texas, if you're a felon, you cannot, you cannot have a firearm. So it wouldn't matter if you were just. right? So you, it wouldn't matter if you're justified or not. If you're a felon and you use that firearm or you get caught with it, that's it. You're It's over for you. That's your ass. Mm, okay. If you so have thing, if you have family violence charges. Oh, yeah. Any mm-hmm. violence yeah. charge. 
then domestic or anything like here's, that. Here's yep. the other thing. Can't so have- the guy was in the guy was in Walmart, right? This guy was a manager, worked for Walmart, right? So you go to Walmart. I think they have 30 out six, 30 out seven signs on the door. Eddie, is that right? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm pretty sure um, Walmart does. I, you know what? I don't know. Honestly, I wish I could tell you. So what that does is prevents people from going into Walmart with an open or concealed carry. Uh, 30 out six, I think is what the open carry 30 out seven is concealed, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, you have to have those two signs on your front door of your business and they have to be accessible where, where the public can read them. So there's nothing that you can put in front of those signs, right? Um, so if you walk into Walmart carrying concealed or, or open, whatever, um, you're already breaking the law basically, right? But you got a guy that goes ham, that goes in there and carries, and he pulls his gun out and starts shooting people. Nobody else is carrying, so they can't stop the threat unless they go hand-to-hand combat, right? So um, I'm not going to say that's what I do. But, you know, when I go to Walmart and stuff, you know, and stuff like that, I get kind of nervous about people not being able to carry and stuff, you know, uh, because if some shit does happen to break down, um, you want somebody there that that's carrying and, uh, you know, can defend you, you know, or, or your loved one or, or their self or whatever. Right. So uh, the 30 out six, 30 out seven signs, in my opinion, need to go away. Because Texas recently became an open and uh, concealed carry without a permit or a license uh, state. So um, we can carry concealed anywhere we want. You know, you can carry uh, open anywhere you want. Or you can get a license to carry or whatever and go that route. But I will not get a license to carry. I don't want to. There's a lot of things that can happen if you get a license to carry. And say you go out to a bar. Uh, you had a couple of drinks, you know, you get pulled over and your guns in your truck or whatever. Um, and you catch a DUI. It's a whole lot worse if you have a license. Yeah. If you got a concealed license, it's a whole lot Mm -hmm. worse on your ass, you know? So that's why I'm not going to do it. So a lot of folks now are are concealed carrier. You know, I haven't seen anybody open carry, but you know, yeah, in the backwoods places. Yeah. But I open carry at my house. Um, here here in Kansas, here in Kansas, you can open carry and uh, you can seal, conceal carry too. What I don't like is when I walk into a casino and the big sign right there on the door about two by two or three by three says no firearms. Mm-hmm. Okay. You yeah. have an establishment that is, is open to 300 to 750 people and they're gambling and they're drinking. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen more than one fight break yeah. out in those casinos. I've been involved in a couple of them, okay? Uh, I don't know what would have happened had somebody been carrying, but some of those people that go into those places like that have that uh, have that thought in their mind, I think, because sometimes yeah. when you go out to their cars and everything and then you visit with them and everything, uh, there's a loaded handgun in the seat. And I rode well, that's a couple the other of thing them too. Yeah, so like down here, it's illegal to carry in a bar. You know, it's illegal to carry at a government, you know, uh, building or it's illegal to carry in a school or a church, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot, you can't walk into a bar and carry, you know, concealed or otherwise. You can't walk until it's illegal to do that because of the fact there's alcohol in a bar. You know, people get stupid and, you know, they lose their head a little bit. And, oh, yeah, motherfucker. And they'll pull some You're shit right. out and, in the yeah, bar. Now, and you got so many other people in there. You know, Now, you Darren says, but the bad guys can get guns regardless, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And see, yeah. you got to remember the laws only prevent P 
people from carrying guns where they're not supposed to that are law-abiding. Okay? Bad guys so don't care where they like carry this, Darren, if all the school shootings that, that's happened, you know, recently or whatever, you know, um, to Kenosha, take, um, you know, um, all, these, all these school shootings, right? That was in a gun-free zone. Signs don't prevent anything. Okay? Yeah. So... Signs don't prevent shit. So if if you got a guy that walks into a school with a gun, he starts blasting kids, whatever, signs not doing any good. These guys are buying guns off the street. Okay. They're buying I was just gonna make that guns. point. Yeah. The black market. Yeah, they're buying stolen guns. Yeah. You know, so like you know, you can enforce all the gun laws you want, but what you're doing is you're hurting the gun the, the law abiding citizens and gun owners. You know, exactly you're not preventing anything. Exactly. You know, if you would open up Open and conceal carry across the United States. If you would open that up, take those 30 out of 6, 30 out of 7 signs, throw them in the trash, uh, you'd see a, a reduction in crime. I think so. Eddie, what do you think? Well, any time that a bad guy knows he's going to meet up with force, you know, that's equal or greater than what he's got, they're going to be less likely to do the crime. And any time that we make it easy for them, you know, they're going to be more apt to commit the crime it's just like are you going to jump into a house that's got an alarm or one that doesn't you know sure you could probably get in the house and get out before the cops show up but is it going to make it harder and and what if in that rare instance the cops are just down the road when the alarm goes off so you never know what you're going to meet up with you know i have a question for you go ahead so um i I won't open carry anywhere at all unless i'm at my house you know um my logic behind that is if i'm in a store a grocery store whatever and i'm open carrying somebody comes in there some dumbass with a you know rifle or whatever he's coming in the store he's armed your target number one he looks at me as a target right so if he sees my pistol sitting on my side which it is right now you know um it's always have my pistol on me always 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 um, mm-hmm. He sees that he looks at me as a target, right? So when I go to out in public, I conceal, and you know I feel like that's probably the safest way to go. I don't know. Am I wrong in that, or what? what do you? Nope. Think? And that's the way no, I carry. I, I, I never open carry. I always conceal. I don't want anybody knowing I have anything until it's too late. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And right. there isn't going to be a, a warning. There isn't going to be stop or I'll shoot. There's not going to be any warning, any chance whatsoever. It's it's, it's boom, and that's the end of that. You know, we're it's not going to sit there and play that game. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of mistakes that that gun owners and and carry uh, owners do is they don't bring an extra mag. You know, you see that a lot. So um, the the one I'm using right now, I got an MP shield. It's a 40 cal. Uh, there's seven in the mag and there's one in the chamber always. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I mean, that's, that's eight possibilities for you to miss. Right. So if you miss, then what are you going to do? Now you're kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a high point nine millimeter. You can't just throw it at them and beat them to death. <laughs> you know, the high points, the high points are, <laughs> you know, they're heavy as shit. But <laughs> and I actually have a high point nine. <laughs> I have a high point. And it's it's just it's a brick, but it's I tell you what, gun, that, but it's a brick that 1911 gun. that I've got. I tell you, that's a, that's a pretty heavy gun too. It Dude, really is. You're speaking my language right now, man. 1911 <laughs> is my favorite 
favorite pistol, man. Like yeah. that is my, I don't have one. I need to get, I want a 1911 45. Yep. 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 That's yeah. That's my deal. So anybody watching, y'all want to go and look at some good guns, go to gunbroker.com. Once again, we're not sponsored by gunbroker or uh us law shield. Be cool if we were, but mm-hmm. gunbroker.com. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff. I bought some stuff off of gunbroker before. They're really good, but um eddie can we shift gears and get into what's going to go on with kevin mccarthy and the nasty pelosi and talk about gordon's girlfriend a little absolutely bit. Ah. we've got uh, about let me see here we've got 28 minutes so yep. we can't shift gears damn we need more than 28 minutes <laughs> <laughs> man it is bring it so on right now it is getting so crazy right now. So, uh, so I'm hearing that Kevin McCarthy is probably not going to be speaker. Have you guys heard that? I've heard that. that I have yes. not heard. Have you heard what the alternative is on on the on the Democratic side? Nancy Pelosi. No, 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 no. She's out. She's fired. She's mm-hmm. gone. She's done. She's her teeth have fallen out. Stick a fork yeah. in that nasty bitch. The diaper is done. Right. Diaper is overflowed. No, she's done. <laughs> she's gonna stay in she's gonna stay in Congress. She's gonna stay in, in she's gonna be an advisor. Yeah, yeah, she's not gonna be as a speaker. So she's gonna stay she's gonna um you know, represent her district, stuff like that. But she has a replacement that's more progressive. And she has a replacement that's more liberal and more nasty and more ugly than she is. Uh, no, I don't know. No, it's not Adam Schiff. No, Derek. No, it's, it's not, not no, Schiff. no, no. But she has a uh, more progressive, you know, freak of nature. I think this guy's from New York. I can't remember his name. Um, but this dude, now he's talking about he's already big on the reparation thing. You know, he's he's already on that. You know, that's, that's his number one thing. I don't think Kevin McCarthy's going to get it. I really don't think so. Um, they're looking at this guy as a rhino. And, uh, you know, they're saying he won't even get 208 or nine votes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His, his Republican uh, constituents are, are not supporting him right now. So um, hopefully somebody else pops up that can, that can take it from the Dems, man. But it's, it's so, man, it's going to be so crazy, dude. So listen, after January one, we're going to see a lot of stuff, a lot of yeah, shit happen. Exactly. A lot of shit happened, man. Yeah. It's going to be some wild, it's going to be a wild ride. And I like what uh, McCarthy's putting out as far as the investigation stuff and, uh, you know, everything like that. But I uh, don't think he's going to get it, man. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Rick, what do you say? What are you thinking about Ron DeSantis too, as far as what's happening with him right now, as far as, I mean, they want to head, they want to go ahead and say, man, he's a great governor of the, of, of the state of Florida, yada, yada, yada. But is he a heavy enough weight to carry a ticket with somebody else uh, up against Trump? So we're talking about a, pres- a presidential run. Yep. I think mm-hmm. um, DeSantis will run. I think he will because he has nothing to lose. If he loses the, the presidential run, he goes back to being a badass governor, right? Right. And he already, he builds his resume of being, you know, a presidential candidate and stuff like that. That, that pads that resume quite well. Run. Yeah. That resume is yeah. going to look good, right? Well, hey, let's, man, let's, none of let's us, look at, none of us on this at, show uh, can say we ran for president. None <laughs> of us can say that. You let's know, look, at, cool let's look at what's uh, sitting in the White House right now. How many times has this jerk off ran? And got defeated, and and you know he's been vice president, he's been this, he's been that, and everything else like that. 
but he's not a real president. Okay. He, he does not have any presidential qualities. He does not have any presidential leadership because uh, if it weren't no. for the teleprompter and for Nancy and Chuck and Obama and Hillary and everybody else behind the scenes, helping him out every damn day, even going to the bathroom, he wouldn't be in there. The, the teleprompter is not doing him any good, man, because like he veers off of it and he starts speaking the truth. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've seen so many videos of him saying, you know, hey, um, we're going to do the inflation reduction thing. And but you know what? The new world order is coming pretty soon because, you know, we got a new world order thing going on. Oh, and um, yeah. So inflation reduction, like he <laughs> does that. If you watch this motherfucker, like if you watch him, he'll go from that to to the right. truth and back to that. And he's looking at both the teleprompters on here. Yeah, sexiest voice in radio says, "I wish they would do something with Rand Paul. I think he's great. I think he's great too. Rand Paul, Jim Jordan, uh, Ron DeSantis. I like, I, think I, like I like Jim Jordan. Awesome. Yeah, Jim Jordan's a beast, man. Mm-hmm. And Rand Paul is actually a doctor. Um, what? You know, he's the one that's been. Yeah, he's, he's been a real doctor. Fauci. Absolutely, oh. he's been. Yeah, he's been fighting. He Fauci. actually has a degree, not like Jill. Uh, what's her name? No, that, he's that, a medical you know, doctor. He's really yeah. a doctor. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All you know, right. Dr. Jill, she's she's a educationalist, but she's not very educated. And then you have uh, Michael, I mean, I'm sorry, Michelle Obama, and she's a penis wielding. I mean, um, you know, a very PhD. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a PhD. Yeah. 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 She's a. <laughs> <laughs> penis having democrat yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah exactly thank you yeah <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you want to call it so penis having democrat you know, and, Damn it. yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah uh, but have you noticed one thing gentlemen right now they have been very quiet on the news media do what the news yeah. media has been very quiet right now over trump over uh DeSantis, they've been very quiet on anybody who's even talking about running for president. I don't think yeah. they know which way the water's going to flow on that, so they're not saying anything. Here's we're playing problem. a very we're we're playing playing a very uh, intellectual chess game right now with these parties right now, yeah. and no one is yeah. wanting to show their hand. Nobody wants to make privy as to what what direction they're going. Because a good chess player has a layer of three to four moves ahead of himself uh, before he makes a move. And this is exactly what the political landscape is right now. It's nothing more than a political chess game. And uh, there's some pretty good players in this game. And when you talk about DeSantis, when you talk about Trump, when you talk about, you know, Jim Jordan, uh, all of these guys are heavy hitters, okay? But what's mm-hmm. going to happen if they do the DeSantis ticket along with, say, Rand Paul or or something like that? Uh, is that going to keep the, the division in our Republican Party or what's going to happen with that, gentlemen? It's oh. going to divide. So here, here's the here's the reason why the media has turned their back on. In case you don't know, the media has turned their back on Biden. Finally, it wasn't mm-hmm. about climate change. It wasn't about infrastructure. It wasn't about, you know, inflation. It wasn't about the pull out of. Afghanistan none of that did it none of that was the reason why the media the media has now turned their back on Biden for one reason Biden's uh, daughter you know got married at the White House right right it was a private ceremony what pissed off the media is that Vogue the magazine was allowed to go in there 
and take pictures and do a photo shoot of Biden's daughter and the the new husband and and all that bullshit, right? But none of the MSN or mainstream media was allowed to go and cover the wedding. So that pissed them off, right? It was it was not nothing to do with anything else that he's been doing all year for the last 300 some odd days, right? What nothing to 270 right. some odd days. What nothing to do with that, right? It was the fact that they wasn't invited to the wedding because they, they got their them. panties in a knot. Panties got in a, in a fucking yeah. democratic knot, and they what? weren't allowed to go mm-hmm. in there. Now you're going to see because now we have a lame duck president. That's exactly what we have is a lame duck. It is to call it. Okay, you're right. You're, you're going right. to see the media turn on Biden. They're going to turn. They're going to shift everything they can against Biden. CBS is now calling the Biden laptop a legit deal. Okay, the 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 Hunter Biden thing is a legit thing mm-hmm. coming from CBS, right? You see the Washington Post, you see the New York New York Post, uh, Washington Times. You've seen a lot of these things. They're flipping around on Joe Biden now. Um, what Kevin McCarthy is trying to do is uh, start a committee to investigate Joe Biden, not Hunter, Joe Biden. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to investigate is Joe Biden. You're, China you're Joe. See the, China Joe. You're going to see the media flip flop and go to Joe Biden and they're going to be against mm-hmm. him. Watch. Mark my words. From January on, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly, dude. And I can't wait. It's it's about time, man. I can't wait. I don't gonna, it, they, Trump calls it cleaning up the swamp. Um, I don't think when he sat that, sat there and made that statement as far as I want to clean up the swamp, I don't think he knew how deep the water was in that swamp. I don't think he knew the corruption that was in that swamp when he said that statement. Now that it's becoming forthcoming to the to the not only the uh, his constituents and everybody else that was with him, mm-hmm. I mean these people are headhunters. Okay. They want some action against anything or everything that goes on in that legislation right now. And they don't care who it is because basically they're out to protect what's theirs. Mm -hmm. And there's nobody, nobody that can sit there and literally bring the parties together in the essence. I don't care if it's bipartisan or whatever, but but that's that's the chaos and the mayhem that we see right now in the United States government. And we have other countries that are looking at us going, wow, what a clusterfuck. Yeah. And that's all it is. What do you think, Eddie? Politics is a dirty game. It is a mm-hmm. dirty game. And I was just looking over here. We have uh, <clears throat> some breaking news where Pelosi says, Pelosi suffers massive brain lapse on live TV. And uh, this is where she is talking about, there's a 54 second clip. Of her talking uh, that surfaced, and it's going viral, uh, showing possible signs of dementia, which, go figure. Uh, It says 82-year-old House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke from the podium to address a new bill that punishes China for its manifold human rights abuse. Uh, Left-wing celebrities like LeBron James have not accused or have been accused of remaining silent and profiting from these abuses in China while regularly speaking out about social justice initiatives within the U.S. And we also have another one where they're going after Fauci now, and they talk about an email that surfaced where Fauci uh, was telling friends on an email that the masks are ineffective and do not work. 
while maintaining in public that everybody must wear a mask and businesses must shut down. So there's a lot of crap coming out about Fauci now. And it uh, looks like there they're going to be trying to hammer him. In fact, they want to go ahead and file criminal charges against him because there are people that, that died because of his, uh, quote, expert advice on the pandemic now, itself. Now they're saying that uh, over half, let me find the story, um, you know, the most of the COVID deaths, uh, mm-hmm. the people are dying with the vaccine. That's right. from the CDC. The, the most of the COVID deaths now are people that are vaccinated. You know, and Darren makes a good point. Politicians make miserable atrocities, but that's exactly what they have become. When AOC got voted in, you would think she'd won American Idol. She is now twenty-two <laughs> million dollars richer on a congressional salary. Right. So, right. A lot of people think. So let me let me break that down. So there's a lot of people that like Nancy Pelosi and things that people that are in there and they make so much more money. But what they look at is base salary and top dollar. Right. So oh, she's worth one hundred twenty million dollars but she only makes $120,000 a year. What people don't understand is that these politicians and things, they'll go out and do speaking engagements and they'll do this and do that. And they'll raise a little bit more money. No, it does not add up to $120 million. No, no, it does not. What they do is they'll inside trade. Okay. The same thing Martha Stewart went to jail for, they'll inside trade for that and they will never get busted for it. Okay, so they'll inside trade, just like Pelosi's doing, like her husband's doing. So anytime some kind of bill gets brought in, oh, um, yeah, the chip shortage, yeah. Um, okay, so we need to open up chip shortage and do some kind of regulatory blah, 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 and 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 uh, let's build a factory in California. And then, oh, yeah. oh hey, uh, um, gay wielding hammer um, husband of mine that likes to get beat up in his underwear, Paul Pelosi, um, go ahead and put X amount of money on this stock because I just, you know, let it go into California where, uh, you know, they can start drilling and, and, and mining for this and that for chips and stuff like that. So yeah, go ahead and put a bunch of money in that. So, yeah. Okay. Bye you weirdo. So the next thing, you know, he puts a bunch of money into this stuff and then it takes off and then he makes quadruples and <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then that's why their wealth is, you know, doing that. Even though their salary is 120, 130,000 a year or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's just beer money. Yeah, it's beer money. Yeah, pocket change. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's how they do it. Speaking engagements, and they get into um, and 10% for the big guy. And we all know now the big guy is who? Ding, 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 ding. Joe Biden. Joe because Biden. we have uh, Tony Bobulinski <clears throat> went on record saying that it's Joe Biden. So they're going to start doing a bunch of inquiries on that, too. It's it, it's like closing on a house. When you sit there and look at everything that's going on, with when, when you bought your house, uh, Eddie, and everything else like that, there's a closing cost, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. The closing cost in a congressional session or anybody that's having to do anything in politics is not the same as far as, as, far as what you have as a closing cost in the House. Oh, you're going to pay a closing cost, but it's going to be something more substantial in a, in a way that America doesn't see it, that has no clue of what is being handed off in the back rooms, has no clue that you owe this person a favor or you owe this country over here a favor. And it all starts piling up, gentlemen. 
And when and when the debt is so high and, and the cards are being shown and they want to get shown and everything, what are you going to do? You've got to pay up. It's payday. It is time for you to sit there and reap what you sowed. But at the same time, it's time for you to pay back to those people that paid to you. So let me ask you guys a question. What is it going to take to get America back to where we were pre-Biden? Oh, shit. Donald Trump or or equivalent. That's what it's going to take. It's, I don't are, think you, it's, are you I don't, are you talking in a political sense, or are you just talking in the essence of what America was like before he walked into office? Political I'm, sense. I'm thinking, you know, what, what do we have before Trump? We had fifty-five years of, you know, Bush and uh, McCain's and all these folks. You know, um, after twenty-four, you know, you won't for the first time in fifty-five years have bush and mccain and and obama's and all that you know legacy in the white house oh we haven't got rid of obama yet that some bitch is still in there pulling uh no he's still the puppet strings the the way the way rick said that right there that's just you know rick you 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 touched on it right there you know when you what was the last thing you said rick say i want you to say it again when when the time comes for you to uh to reap what you sow Mm -mm, before what before that Oh, what what the the price of of legislation and price of everything that you are getting right now, as far as being able to sit there and pay, or get paid, mm-hmm. the backroom deals or what 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 I mean, there's a whole conglomerate of things that that goes on there. The backroom deals. So yeah, say you are a car salesman, right? And you mm-hmm. touched on this. So if you're a car salesman or an insurance salesman, whatever, right? and you're having trouble selling cars or, or you're selling at a certain rate, whatever, and you call, say, I'm a politician, okay? And you call me and say, hey, man, I'm having trouble selling these cars and doing all this stuff. What do I do? I'll say, hey, man, you know what? I got you. Man. For a certain percentage, I'm going to help you. I'm going to slide you something. That's you bet. That's what's going on right now in the back rooms of D.C. That's right. the, and you sit, you touched on that. Exactly. Right? That's what's going now on in did. the back rooms of D.C. Now, right there. Eddie, in the, in the early years, 20s and 30s, the numbers games was something that the FBI looked down upon. I mean, they were busting people left and right for running numbers, okay? Yep. Let's look at the state lottery now. Who in the hell takes care of that state lottery now? It's <laughs> the federal government. <laughs> you know, it's the federal government. It's, right. the, it's the entities that are with the federal government making the laws, making up what they can do, what their percentage is going to be from each state. And what they've done is legalized what was illegal, but at the same time making it look like, oh, we did you such a good favor by by pressing on to uh, engage with the illegal activities such as lottery. That's what we're going to call it now instead of running numbers. Yeah. And and this game, <laughs> you know, this game that they're playing. I mean, it's it. I mean, it, it's such a fallacy when you actually look at it. Because they, they, there is no rules, but the rules that they want to make up, and they, they make you engage with those rules. Right. And you and I are just the past. You and I are just past tense fodder for the cannon when it goes off. Yeah, you know what's funny is Darren says, "Yep, ten percent for the big guy," which is a fact, right? That's that's in the emails, yeah. but not that's not not to mention that um, Hunter was paying all of Biden's, you know, senior uh, Joe Biden stuff. Uh, his house repairs, you know, he was paying uh, for like services. He was paying for, you know, all kinds of stuff. 
it's not just 10 percent for joe biden it was it was a bunch of additional stuff you know and and hunter mm-hmm. is on record as well on record in the laptop saying you know i'm tired of paying dad's bills and dad's this and dad's that but the mm-hmm. thing is he's using his dad for leverage to get these jobs man and right. no experience hunter goes out and he's on the board for Burisma. So like I said last time, you know, we know of three or four, you know, different things that uh, Hunter was doing. Now it's up to like 50. <laughs> so, you know, that's just not, crazy. And, 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 and the whole thing is right now, they're not doing shit about any of this stuff, you not know, and, but yet. are they going to, they talk a good game. So. That depends on Kevin McCarthy. I think Gordon would be yeah. on here going, <sighs> They're not going to do shit about all this. They're not going to do nothing. I think Gordon would be snorting and snotting right now. He'd be pissed off. Yep, and you can bet your ass they're making money out of the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Absolutely. Let me say this right here. I think the inflation that we have right now, the inflationary, everything that's going on in the United States is because of the fact we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, and it's been finding out that that money is getting funded through Ukraine. The money goes from there and it flows into a crypto and it goes right back to the Democratic It's a laundry mat. Laundered. It's a laundry mat. Yeah. yeah. It's getting yeah. cleaned up through Ukraine. Now let's, now let's look at Joe Biden's brother too, okay? Now he was uh, Jim? given. Yeah. Oh, Jim. Given. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was given a multi-billion dollar contract and he doesn't know a damn thing about construction. He never has done anything in construction he never has done anything in actual legal uh const construction or anything like that but he's still he's still the president of the company and he's reaping the rewards i don't know what he did over there or what he was given but i know he was given the contracts over there and it's it's something that we have to do something about this as american citizens because if you eddie or i would sit there and and even think about doing a doing a contract as such and hired somebody that didn't know a damn thing about it. Would you hire them? I don't think so. Absolutely. But not. here we go. Not it's even you on know, a bet. It's not what you know. Right. Yeah. It's who yeah. you know, not what you know. You know. So what's Texas going to be be doing? I'm going to switch gears with you guys here for just a second, but. What's Texas going to do with the? Uh, um, um, I've heard stories and rumors about what's going on on your on your uh, border. Well, Texas right now, put any shit. <laughs> yeah, right now they they uh, they're actually saying that we are under an invasion. Yeah. And yeah, with that happening, we are now able to defend the borders a lot better than what we were before, and. Uh, they're also sending Biden letters saying, hey, look, you know, we are under an invasion, blah, blah, blah. But it's fallen on deaf ears in the White House. It is. It is. Of course. Of course. Um, there's certain people that I know that, that say that uh, the militia is growing pretty strong down there. They're not really wanting to call it a militia, actually, because it would be illegal for them to sit there and actually constitute a militia because the only p- person that can actually call the militia up is your governor and or the president of the United States. And you know what he's going to do. He's going to say, oh, no, no, we got this all underhand. Now, whether it is or not, but since we have 4.2 million people, and that's just the ones that they process, what about the ones that's, that aren't processed? You know, what cracks me up is you send a couple of hundred to New York and they freak out. 
or Pennsylvania. AOC had them sent back. She said that they are not welcome. That's a sanctuary state. Yeah, exactly. Here's the funny thing. For uh, for the administration to say that we are so racist, you know, the country's so racist and we're so diverse and all this other stuff. Why would they not tell the immigrants, say, oh, no, you don't want to come here. We're really racist and we're really diverse. And I don't have an answer for that. Right. The, the mm-hmm. entire country's racist. Why are you allowing a bunch of immigrants and people of not of the white race coming in, into the country? Right. Why would you? Why wouldn't you defer them and say no? No, no, you don't want to come here. No, no, no. We're racist as hell. You know, we're divisive. Yeah. As shit. Well, gentlemen, but, on oh, that note, open, we open have arms. to do a closing mm-hmm. statements. We are out of time. Uh oh. So we're going to start off with Rick Warren. Well, guys, it's been an interesting week, and and this week coming up, I'm going to keep my ears open and my eyes open as to what exactly is going to be transpiring in our nation's capital. It all starts there, and I do believe that it's all going to end there. It doesn't make any difference what the states are going to do or how they believe or what they want or anything else like that. The power that be is right there in the nation of Washington, D.C., and the offices that are going to be open to for business are doing big business. And believe it or not, you're not one of them. I'm not one of them. But yet at the same time, this illusion of freedom that we live under is something that we have to engage in each and every day. Because guess what? If we don't, it's going to be taken away by the same people that run those offices in Washington, D.C. I want people to know that we are in a battle for our existence as the United States of America. I want them to know that we are in a battle for the citizenship and for the rights of who the people of the United States are and that we are in a battle for the existence and for the livelihood coming under what we love so much. And that is called the United States Constitution. Excellent. James. We are in the middle of a shit show. Yes. Welcome to the shit show. This is what we've been talking about pre uh, 2020 pre-election. And we already said it, you know, once we, once the, if this happens, it's going to be a shit show. Well, here we are folks. Welcome to yep. the shit show. Um, and I, I'd normally like to end off and say, keep your eyes to the skies, but I'm going to say, keep your eyes to Congress right now mm-hmm. and keep your eyes on your neighbors because you never know who's around you. And who supports these whack jobs? Because there, there, there are some out there. You know, I mean, these progressive liberal idiot policies that they're doing right now. You know, they just opened up uh, drilling for um, Venezuela for uh, uh, Chevron. Chevron can now drill in Venezuela. Who gives a fuck about Venezuela? Nobody cares about that shit. We need it here. We need it on the homeland. We need to open this stuff up. You know, we're losing our strategic uh, oil reserves. You know, every day we're losing. Sure, we've already lost them. Dude, and there's a cap on it. Congress put a cap on it years ago. You know, once it gets down to like 400 million barrels, well, you can't do it anymore. But the thing is, we're losing it every day, 10, 15 million barrels a day. Well, we can drill the shit right here. There's things that are going on that it just blows my mind, man. I could sit and I could talk here for like four hours about what's, what's going on. The, the gist of this is keep your eyes open, keep your eyes on Congress, keep your eyes on your neighbors, keep your eyes on what's going on around you because 
man, it's it's so much stuff that's just it doesn't add up. None of this shit adds up. And you know, you'd have to be an idiot and or or just so ignorant to vote for these people again, which for the midterms, I can't believe that happened. I cannot believe this. But these are mm. people that still live with their parents and still have no bills and shit like that. And they thought that student debt was going to go away, which is illegal. You can't do that. You can't charge me for your student debt because if that's the case, I could charge you for my house note, right? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Man. So, yeah. I mean, just, uh, God, it's so frustrating. But hopefully this this can turn around. I'm not sure who's going to run for president. I know who's a few that's going to run for president, but man, hopefully it's uh, it, it goes back to what it was, you know, pre-Biden. And I hope this crime syndicate family, because that's what it is. It's a crime syndicate family. And all the rest of the libtards up there go to prison in Guantanamo Bay, eat bread and water for the rest of their lives, man. That's what I hope for. Well, you know <laughs> well what? Said. Here we go again. Uh, basically, from the last time when we went off here for a little while, uh, it, it was just freaking nuts and we come back on air and it's still nuts and i'm hoping that things are going to change but let me tell you this come january 1 is when the shit shows are really going to start and january 1 hits we are going to be watching uh, fireworks oh it's going to be bad all that burning and pillaging and all that shit that we saw before guess what it's going to be back and people are going yeah. to be raising hell. Only thing I hope for is that people do not stand for it. They don't put up with it, and they fight back this time. They don't just sit there and watch it happen and say, "Oh, well, you know, they're just blowing off steam." You know, <laughs> burning buildings, assaulting police officers, killing people, beating people up in the street is not blowing off steam. These mm-hmm. are criminals, and they should be treated Criminal as such. Activity. Yep. Do not put up with that shit again this time around they start that shit it needs to be shut down immediately i mean we can't have that happen again that was just it was embarrassing it was bullshit and honestly i couldn't believe it was happening and if you'd asked me if something like that would have happened before it all happened i'd have said there's no way in hell people would put up with that and i was wrong i saw a lot of shit that really shocked me that really surprised me definitely And, and i think that we're going to see all that again. Only thing is, I hope and pray that people do not stand for it. They don't put up with it. And they put a stop to it. And they do what the politicians won't. Yeah. You know, just my thoughts. But uh, something needs to happen. And we need to get this place back on its feet. And we need to get people in office that are going to actually make a difference. And that care about the United States of America. Gentlemen, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so very much. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. And an Thank honor to, to serve with you guys on the show. And we appreciate Darren and everybody that shows up and talks on the show and, and exchanges information. Uh, please spread this out, and we're going to be putting out the podcast a little bit later. But take care, everybody. We love you guys. Stay safe, and God bless. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, James. Thank you, Eddie. Good night. Good night.